Every Day is Earth Day is supported by Minnesota Valley Federal Credit Union with two locations in Mankato since 1934. It pays to bank where your part owner member NCUA more at mnvalleyfcu.coop. And Every Day is Earth Day is also supported by members of the Executive Board of the South Central Minnesota Clean Energy Council. Find out more at smcleanenergy.org. Good morning. For Every Day is Earth Day this morning, I have a guest. His name is Sabri Fair. And he's here in a couple different capacities. He is with the Sunrise Mankato Movement, and he also works for Region 9 Development Commission in a new capacity. Good morning, Sabri. Good morning. Now, you are a relatively new graduate from McAllister in 2021 in environmental sciences, correct? That is correct, yes. And, and now you are working at Region 9 in a newly created position related to that. Tell, tell us what that is and what it is you do. Yeah. So I am technically a Lead for Minnesota fellow, and Lead for Minnesota or Lead for America is a national nonprofit through AmeriCorps that aims to reverse the brain drain on largely rural and underserved communities across the country and really giving young people an opportunity to come back, work in local government, work for local nonprofits, um, and give them an opportunity to give back to the communities that they came from or just communities that need an extra hand. And specifically, I know your area has been based on renewable energy, climate justice, and with the Sunrise Mankato movement, which is something you were involved in prior to working with Region 9, correct? Talk a little bit about that group and how you got involved and what you've done with that. Yeah, so Sunrise is a national movement um, a, youth, a national youth-led movement to make climate change a pressing matter across the country. Um, and so before coming to Mankato, I was part of the Twin Cities Sunrise Hub. Um, and then I came here and there had been a Twin City or a, a Sunrise Hub in the past, uh, but the two people who had started it had moved away and gone to college. Okay. Um, so I'm in the process of sort of revitalizing it and restarting it. And what is that group and what does it do? Yeah. So like I said, Sunrise is a youth-led movement to make climate change a pressing issue across the country. Uh, and they really operate on a lot of different fronts. So one of the main ones is it's uh, largely a political power building movement to get young people uh, involved in politics and make sure that their voice is heard by politicians and held, hold them accountable to sort of the youth voice and the youth vote. Um, but then there's also a lot of one of the things I really like about it is there's a lot of autonomy for local hubs to work on issues that are pressing in their community. So whether it's advocating against like an incinerator in their community or advocating for uh, water quality, uh, food justice. Um, yeah. And so there's a lot of autonomy and a lot of support to do things that are pressing for local communities, but then also the ability to influence politics on a local scale, but also on a national scale. Now, Sabri, before we got on the air, you told me you're from Michigan. So where does this interest come from that you have in the, the climate movement? That's a good question. So I think my first sort of interest in sort of environmental issues and what I would call environmental justice came from thinking about people not having access to water. And from Is that a, because you're from Michigan and they had all those problems up there in possi Michigan? Possibly. I think also, I don't know really where it came from exactly. Um, my dad's originally from Zanzibar and I spent a lot of time there, which is a small island nation in East Africa and somewhere that's really seeing the impacts of climate change right now. And also growing up living there, uh, you know, going to get water out of a well and not having access to water all the time. So that could have been one beginning. Um, and then also, yeah, I think being in Michigan, just seeing the beauty of the rivers and lakes um, and just the importance that they have, not only as sort of in their natural beauty, but also as a place for people to to socialize and enjoy 
um, yeah. Yeah, and, and here, of course, southern Minnesota, we've got a number of lakes, too, mm-hmm. and we were just talking about water quality here and the need to work for better water quality down in this area as well. I think it's pretty much worldwide. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And now, just a few weeks ago, I became aware of who you are because uh, the Mankato City Council announced that it was inter- uh, considering joining the Minnesota City's Climate Caucus And so members of the Sunrise Hub, including you, as well as other environmental advocates, spoke in support of this action at the, I believe it was the February 14th city council meeting. But the council was sort of, eh, we don't know if we really want to do this or not. And you basically got on the social media and said, hey, folks, we need to do something about this. Talk a little bit about why you got involved with that. (laughs) Yeah, so I think I got involved because especially from that first council meeting going and speaking, what we heard back from the council members is that they wanted to hear from more people and they were a little bit sort of confused as to why there weren't more people at the council meeting expressing their interest and sort of support of Mankato joining the city's climate caucus. Um, And then another thing that they mentioned was that they wanted to hear, they've been hearing a lot from the same people in the Mankato environmental scene over and over for a long time. Um, So they wanted new voices. So they wanted new voices and they wanted to hear new people. And so that's one thing that I think, you know, Sunrise can play an important role is, is really encouraging young people to get involved. Because even for me, like being, becoming involved in the environmental movement, it wasn't sort of a one day process. It took a, a being involved in a limited capacity and learning as I went along. And so I really want to encourage other young people to find their voice and have a space where they can do that. Now, Sabri, in your position at the Region 9, is it sort of a, a sustainability position? So this is right in line with what your uh, thoughts are in terms of your studies and that sort of thing? Yeah, I would say there's a lot of alignment. And that was definitely why I decided to major in environmental studies, because I wanted my job every day of my life to be working towards what I believe in. Um, Yeah, and sustainability is a really broad thing, too. So my work at the Region 9 Development Commission works on clean energy, but also a lot of local food stuff as well. Okay, and one of the things that just came out this week in the Free Press was basically this the headline saying Mankato to join the Climate Caucus, which is what you initially had reached out for people to get involved, and more mm-hmm. people came to the council meeting. So next Monday, Mankato is likely to become the 17th municipality in Minnesota to join the effort to push governments at all levels to address global climate change. So that's kind of a win, in, in I guess it would be in your mind. Yeah, it definitely is a win. It's I Like I said before, it's really important just to recognize that there is a climate emergency or a climate crisis, as the city council wants to refer to it as, um, and yeah. that then from this point, we can keep moving forward and build more momentum. I know they were very reluctant on using the word emergency, and that language was part of the issue why they didn't want to join immediately, because I think I, I read in this article, they talked about how, well, we think of pandemic, we think of emergency, and we don't want to give that sort of a thing like we're in another crisis or something. Is that, am I explaining that right? I think from their eyes, that's how they see it. I see the climate emergency as a very pressing thing and something that we need to act on every day and in a very sort of emergency-esque manner. But it's an important first step for them. So I'm appreciative. And now I know you are looking for people to join this Mankato Sunrise movement. Mm -hmm. Yes. Expound on that a little bit. Yeah. So right now, the hub is basically just me. You Um, are the hub. (laughs) I think it's hard. It's definitely hard to come to a new place. Um, 
and sort of enter into a job in an area as a young adult and not really know people. Because one of the big things about building a movement and building power is really using sort of, I don't know, social social leverage, social connections. Um, so that's something I've been working on slowly. And then also, yeah, I think it'll be good to have a space for people to come together. Um, and what do you see that, that group doing? What kinds of, of things do you picture? I don't know if it's projects you would call it or just ideas or talking to politicians or whatever it may be. What is it that you're envisioning? Yeah, so it can definitely go a lot of different directions. And I think that's where it's going to be really helpful to have other members involved and people from the community in hearing what really matters to them and what they want to work towards. Also with the um, elections coming up as well, that'll be a really big thing. And that's something that Sunrise has done in the past. So in the 2020 election cycle nationally, Sunrise contacted 6.5 million people and made phone calls, sent texts, sent postcards to really educate people and talk to them about what politicians are really climate champions that we can support and endorse. Um, so that'll be something we'll definitely be looking forward to doing. Um, but then it's, again, like I said, it's not all about electoral politics and electoral action, um, especially for those people that are sort of weary of that, because that's a really sort of, um, I don't, it's a diff difficult place to step into, um, and it can be very like, these are the rules that you have to follow, and this is the way you have to do it. Um, but there's also a lot of capacity to work on more of the social, environmental justice side of things. Um, yeah. Do you have other like-minded people? Like like you said, you're new to the community. You don't know mm -hmm. a lot of people. You're up from the Twin Cities area where you went to McAllister. For, were there a lot of other individuals that were like-minded in terms of environmental climate change issues where you came from? I would say there were, but it's also still the challenge of getting people to activate and want to take that next step. There's a lot of people that will say, oh, yeah, I will vote for this politician because they believe renewable energy is the next step. But are they willing to commit even an hour of their time each week to putting out flyers, to talking to people, to making a poster, making a banner, um, showing up to a protest or a rally? Um, and so that's kind of where it starts is getting people to just to commit that first hour of energy. Um, and I think that's all it really has to be for some. It's really just we need more people to take that first step and commit that first hour to action. Sabri, you are now the Lone Ranger in this. This, Like you said, you are the hub. What is it that you want to do to get the word out? And do you have plans on how you're going to do that? Hopefully you'll get some people interested by listening to this radio interview for one thing. <laughs> Yeah, so radio interview, um, social media, trying to learn how to navigate that. I'm personally not a big social <laughs> media person, but it's definitely a powerful tool sure. to connecting to people these days. Um, I've also been putting up some posters around the city. Um, I was looking into the postering rules for uh, on Mankato State, but they were pretty st stringent. So I might have to keep talking to some people about that, especially since we aren't an organization that is affiliated with the university, although we could be. There's, um, an, there's an environmental group on campus. I don't mm -hmm. know if you've worked with them at all. Maybe there's a possibility. Yeah, I haven't worked with them, but I'll definitely have to reach out and connect. Um, yeah. So if people want to find out more information about this, what should they do? So I think you could start just by Googling Sunrise Mankato, and you should be able to find our Facebook page. You can also look up uh, on Instagram. I believe it's just Sunrise Mankato or Twitter. Um, and those will be good places to see sort of what we're rallying for. The last couple of weeks, we've been putting out posts about showing up to city council meetings. Um, and then hopefully soon we will have some meeting dates set and meeting places. Well, sometimes all it takes is just that one voice mm -hmm. to start a movement. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm wishing you luck and hoping it goes well for you. And this, like I said, the first thing that you did here was to 
encourage Mankato to join the Climate Caucus, which is now happening. What do you hope the next steps that we take are? I mean, it's it's one thing to say I'm joining something versus then doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In terms of next steps, I think I would really like to see city leadership work on building a sort of community energy and movement forward because a lot of the times it's about so much more than just what the city does at their own facilities. It's about what everybody in the community feels empowered to do. And and that stems from not just, again, with city facilities, but then also city leaders talking to the business community, talking to organizations and nonprofits in the community about what we can do um, and really empowering them to take that next step. Um, and yeah, I think there's there's a lot of power and a lot of possibility that our leadership, our city leadership can lend to making Mankato as a whole more sustainable. And so I really hope that they will take that on uh, and feel empowered to do so. As a young person, what do you see as the most pressing issue related to climate change? Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me these days has been really how we generate our electricity and the amount of energy that we use. Um, I think a lot of the time, people, whenever we want to talk to them about renewable energy, they say the first thing we need to do is talk about energy efficiency, um, which is definitely true. But we've also, our society has developed to a point where we're going to need to really think seriously about how we generate all of the electricity that we can't energy efficiency out. And we have to do something every day about it. Um, I guess, too, there are no silver bullets. There is no perfect answer to the climate emergency. And so we need all action on all fronts, uh, whatever that looks like, however you feel empowered to do that. Um, And for me, it's really been about the energy transition. You meaning to electric vehicles and that sort of thing? Yeah, electric vehicles are part of it. um, But I would say more so about, I guess, electrifying, yeah, our grid, our houses. Solar. um, Solar, wind, battery capacity, but then also reducing the amount of energy and resources that we use in the day-to-day. So instead of having an electric car, uh, riding your bike, having better public transit, um, growing food locally instead of shipping it in from California. Um, Yeah. You know, and there are some of those things being done because I know on this show, week after week, I've I've been hosting some of those folks for interviews talking about whether it's composting Mm -hmm. or whether it's recycling plastics or, or whether it's producing those things locally. I know Oatan, I don't know if you're aware, produces tomatoes and strawberries locally, Mm -hmm. and it's one of the only places that does that, so Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to go all the way across the country. So I think there are pockets out there doing Mm -hmm. it, but it sounds like you're hoping to get other people to come on board and do more of it. Yeah, I think that's true. And one thing I've really discovered and really enjoyed about being in Mankato is that there are so many people already doing cool things. And so part of, I think, my role, and I think what I can see Sunrise and the youth in this community doing is connecting all of those different groups together and really building a cohesive environmental movement because there are people that really see composting as the important thing and the important issue that they want to tackle or they see recycling or getting past plastic as important issues. Um, And we are all working towards sort of the same future and the same goals together. And so I really want all of us to come together. Do you have any plans on running for office someday? You seem like you would be very good at at, uh, speaking in public for that. Uh, I would say public speaking is something that I've been working step by step with. It started out um, doing debate in sixth grade and crying. Oh, (laughs) well, you know, we all have to start. So we all get our start somewhere. (laughs) Um, I would say I've never really thought of, I haven't thought too much about public office. um, But I think, again, government has a really important role to play. And every day I become more confident 
uh, in my abilities. So, well, I'm glad to hear that. I'm, it, it's really exciting to me to see a young person like yourself stepping out, putting your feet out, and and speaking up because mm-hmm. a lot of people think, well, there's nothing I can do, so why bother? Mm-hmm. And you obviously don't feel that way. Why is that? What is it that, that gives you that oomph? Um, I think part of it is. That's a good question. Uh, what gives me that oomph? I think it's just that if I'm not going to, if nobody else is doing it, somebody has to. Um, and I feel like it's a role that I can play. And it's also something that, again, it's taken me a long time to get here. Mm-hmm. It's taken step by step, day by day, learning a little bit as I go on. Um, and now I am where I am and I can just keep moving forward. Um, yeah. So you must be pretty excited to be doing this job at, at the Region 9 Development, giving you a, a voice. I definitely am. I think it's been good, like I said, again, to just meet all the cool people doing cool things in the area, but then also giving them more support to do more cool things, applying for grants, connecting with other resources in the area. Um, so, yeah. And I noticed that even in the high school level at the the council meeting that uh, there were some members of the Mankato Yes organization, the Youth Eco Solutions Group that spoke up and in, in talking about the younger generation. That seems like that's right in line with the Sunrise Mankato movement, these are high school people. So are you working with them as well? Yeah, we are. So I was the person, I reached out to them and invited them to come oh. to the city council meeting. Because um, as some of them were saying, they, they said, I didn't even know where city council meetings were held or that this was going on. Um, wow. So again, it's important to just have these connections with people and say, hey, there's this thing going on. Uh, it would be great to hear your voice and to have your perspective. Um, and then, yeah, we definitely look forward to supporting them in the work that they're doing at their school and in their community, um, and definitely also inviting them in to support us as we do other work as well. I think it's wonderful, Sabri, that, like I said, the young person getting in there, starting to get involved, and hopefully it will expand, and hopefully by people hearing this, they will say, hey, you know, that that young man is doing some great things and join the group. So again, you said go to Sunrise Mankato on the Facebook to find out more information. Mm-hmm. And can old people get involved too? They can, yes. So part of being a youth, <laughs> I'm an old person. <laughs> yes. So part of being a youth-led movement, uh, the, what it really means is that all of the leadership positions are held by people under 35 years old. Um, okay. But people above 35 years old are more than welcome to come to events, um, attend meetings, and provide input and influence as well. But they really want this as a tool to. I, I don't know, give encouragement to young people to really step up and take that leadership role and make sure that this, the decisions that young people are sort of endorsing as the Sunrise Movement really reflect what we want to see and the change that we want to see. You know, I'm not sure if I read it in the article or where I read it, but one of the questions was, why are you involved in this? And I don't know if it was you or someone, another young person said, because we are the future. This is mm-hmm. our future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely how I feel. And that I need to have a voice because the decisions that are made now and the decisions that have been being made for the past uh, centuries and decades are impacting my future. Um, And so I want to have a say. You know, you mentioned growing up in Michigan and having issues of water. Were there other things in your household that your family did maybe that might have sparked some of this wanting to do something for the environment. For me, it's been gardening because that's my parents were farmers and they adopted early no-till methods mm-hmm. way back in the 70s when nobody else was thinking about it because they thought, well, well, that's ridiculous because you don't get as good a yields. But I mean, mm-hmm. those things were all good and proved to be a good thing. So I've been kind of involved because of my background. I'm just curious what other things may have influenced mm-hmm. you. 
Yeah, I would say my mom definitely influenced me. And so in Michigan, I grew up on a 30-acre farm where we had sheep and chickens uh, and a horse and, of course, our dog and cats. Um, And I think my mom, one thing I really appreciate about her is she has a very holistic view of sustainability and an understanding that I would say it's sort of like everything in moderation and that we raised sheep and we raised chickens and we ate them. Uh, We knew where they came from and we knew that they had a good life, and so that gave us sort of solace and we also knew that the way that they were raised um wasn't wasn't really in a way super degrading the environment and the world around us um so everything in moderation um and that's kind of what i've taken on too is that our sustainability if everything in moderation will keep the world happy and keep the people happy um are there any upcoming meetings for the Sunrise Mankato movement that you're aware of? Are you working on that currently, or what can we expect? Is there anything organized that people can officially take part in? Yes, um, there is nothing organized yet. Still working on that as we gain more members. Um, I think one of these days I'm just going to need to sit down and say, uh, I'm the only person, and this time works for me, and other people should show up. And if it doesn't work for them, then we can change it. Um Yes, so nothing on the books yet. When you were up in the cities, you said you were part of, was it a large group up in the Twin Cities that was a part of the the movement there? It was, yeah. And so there were were two hubs up in the Twin Cities. So there was the University of Minnesota had their own, and then there was the Twin Cities hub, which was based at McAllister College. And I would say at times we had about 20 students involved. Um, Yeah. You know, I'm thinking when you're in college, it's a lot easier to get young people together just because of the nature of your location. Yeah, it's really nice to have people, everyone there, and you can say the meeting is in the student union, and right. it's a five-minute walk for anybody who is at the college. So, All right, So, yeah. and I know you're familiar with a lot of the people that I talk with on this show, like Lee Pomeroy, who is a big supporter of climate change, and Lou Schwartzkopf, another mm-hmm. one from MSU here. And so I assume that those are folks that you've all been connecting with and, and getting some input and thoughts from them. Yeah, so I have been really... Really excited to see all the people here, uh, meeting Lou, meeting Lee, uh, Jane Dow, yep. uh, Katie. Um, and they've been really supportive and really excited to see young people step in, step up and step in um, and be involved. Uh, I've also been involved with the South Central Minnesota Clean Energy Council. Aren't you um, new on that, aren't I you? I am. So I am on the board now, which is exciting. So First tell time. me, what does that do and what does that mean? Yes. So the South Central Minnesota Clean Energy Council is a group that advocates for clean energy in the region. Um, They host a lot of uh, informational webinars every month and then also undertake projects. So right now they got a grant through the clean energy resource teams um, to get college students involved in educating the community on energy efficiency. Um, And I believe those interns are based at Gustavus. but yeah, they do a lot of really good education advocacy around just educating the public on what clean energy is, what role it plays, um, and sort of where the technology is at at the moment. I, I know that uh, Lee Pomeroy, who was on that, also was very excited to have a young person involved. So congratulations on being named to that board. Thank you. And I, I wish you the best. Anything else you'd like to say while I've got you on the air for Every Day is Earth Day? Um. I would just say that I would encourage everybody to take their first step today towards sustainability because in the long run, uh, it'll turn into something more. Um, And don't get discouraged because uh, we will all take missteps and experience setbacks, but we will get nowhere if we don't all feel empowered to do something. So, We've been talking with Sabri 
Fair, who is with the Sunrise Mankato movement and looking for folks to join him in that for sustainability, to help with climate change and everything we talk about here on Every Day is Earth Day. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. You are welcome. Every Day is Earth Day is supported by Minnesota Valley Federal Credit Union with two locations in Mankato since 1934. It pays to bank where your part owner member NCUA. More at mnvalleyfcu.coop. And Every Day is Earth Day is also supported by members of the Executive Board of the South Central Minnesota Clean Energy Council. Find out more at smcleanenergy.org.